everybody, it is Kiki here and I want to welcome you again to another episode of the Cosign Podcast. I'm more than honored to have my girl Myla here with me today, an incredible songwriter, singer, visionary, just an all-around artist, a mom. I mean, there's so much in this interview for y'all to get into. Make sure you listen to the very end. Make sure you check out her new project. Douglas Watley of the Watleys is here with me as always. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's the Cosign Podcast. Doing your thing or you deserve a cosign. I had high hopes for me and you, baby. But I should have known better. We never wanted none of the same thing. So we're lost before we started. I just wanted to be different from what I thought you was used to. Really thought if I was different, I'd be the only one. Okay, so I'm going to jump right into it, Myla. Like, first off, thank you for being here. I truly appreciate it. Um, I've blogged about you countless times. I think we actually met. I may or may not be right about this because I have a terrible memory. Not worse than mine. Okay, but (laughs) I think we met at Victor Jackson's. A Glam Rock Soul Christmas. Were you on that show? Mm. No. Well, I, I mean, I do know it was through Victor. I just don't know which event. I think it was either a Christmas show or something. But either way, it was a it was a Victor show. Victor's I was on the, background. Victor is the glue to my entire Atlanta mm-hmm. existence. You know what? Him and Dougie are the glue <laughs> no, to my entire he, Atlanta existence. But he's the glue to mine. <laughs> 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 um, so I think it was at a show for Victor, and I mm-hmm. think I was on background, and you were singing one of the songs that he'd written and choreographed. Right. And done Myla, that's how I met you too. <laughs> Dang, it's Myla. literally a, how I know almost everybody. Li- li- me too. It's not even a game. Yeah. It's not <laughs> that's a game. great, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Um, oh my gosh! But after that introduction, I came to you know follow your music and follow your career myself. Blogged you a couple of times on the site. Thank you. Um, just <laughs> yeah, tried my best blessing. to support whatever you did because I adore what you're putting out. So, um, with all of that said, I have yet to actually sit and interview you. Right? You know, I know <laughs> you're from the Midwest because I'm a Midwest girl too. Uh-huh. So, Myla, you're from. I am from Anderson, Indiana. For um. Ease of understanding. I just say Indianapolis. It's okay, like twenty miles outside of there. Okay. Wait awesome. a minute. No, don't ever put down where he live like that. No, don't get me wrong. I mean it, it. It made me who I am. But yeah, I don't wave the Anderson banner that high. Okay. What's it like? That's okay. If you compare. What is it like? Compare it to Bankhead. Say, yeah, a whole city. Of but Bankhead. the whole city. Oh, and um, <laughs> so part of it is like Bankhead. The other half is like um, very strong and staunch. Trump supporters, I'm oh, sure. Okay. Mullets and, okay. and yeah. Forrest. Anderson, right. Anderson what? Indiana. If Sounds you're in about Anderson, right. Indiana out there, I'm, get the hell out. Nah, that's what I say. <laughs> They're going to kill you Burn in the, the city to the ground. Get free. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but I love y'all, though. Right, but I love y'all. That's why I want y'all to get out of there. Anyway. No, I'm a small town girl, too, but I, I truly love my hometown. There's some, you know... Screwed up people there too. Um, I think when you're so small like that, I mean, you you have that contrast. You aren't going to have you know a certain type of person there. You're going to have either you know hood or you know or hood, yeah, or is it just a different type of hood? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. So you're from Indiana. Mm-hmm. When did you make your move to Atlanta, or what was your actually? Before I go there, young Myla, mm-hmm. you know what what encouraged you or what inspired you to do music what was the pull on you is your family musical or 
everybody in my family does something musical. They either sing or play an instrument. So it's something that I was always around. Um, I think I started off, want- well, not I think, I w- started, started off wanting to be a rapper for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I was a we super tomboy, like super tomboy. So in my mind, like girls who sung, they were like really soft and prissy. And I was like, ew, I don't want to do that. Like I'm a thug. <laughs> so, you know, I wanted to be like, um, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to be in Wu-Tang Clan. Like that's hilarious. Oh, okay. Think of that. So, I call myself the Jizza with a J, not the G. Yes. Gonna confuse the market. No, this is real. <laughs> I was so serious and I danced. So it's like, I was going to be like, a newer, younger female version of like MC Hammer, like a dancing rapper. Okay. But like with that New York thing, even though I'd never been to New York. Is there a dancing rapper now? Chris Brown. Yeah. I consider Breezy a rapper. He yeah. def- he Absolutely. considers himself a rapper for sure. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. He, he, he's hard. He, he's like, are you kidding me? That's cool. All right, so back to Jizzle. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't very, j- I wasn't a, a good rapper. A so, you know, that kind of killed that. And, um, <laughs> Being that everyone in my family sings, I think it was like a family reunion. It's hard for me to talk with these braces. Um, family reunion, one of my cousins was playing the, the piano. And he was like, you should sing with me. Because I would like play around with my cousins and stuff. They're like, oh, you can sing. And I'm like, yeah, not really. I'm trying to spit these bars. So he was like, you should sing with me. So I sat down and I sang something with him. And like everybody in the family was just kind of like... <gasps> Wow. And I remember girl can sing. we went back to school and everybody's like, my cousin can sing. So they were always trying to make me sing to people. And that kind of snowballed into me like, okay, well, maybe I can sing. Let me get in this talent show. And I won. And you can't tell me nothing. I was like, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a singer. Next Mary J. Blige. Like, it's over. It's over for these fools. Immediately from a rapper to yeah. a singer because I put, put down my bandana. Oh, one time it's on. <laughs> right. Wow. One, oh, yeah. After that, I got in like a really big talent show for um, the Indiana Black Expo mm-hmm. called StarQuest. Okay. And I, I lost horribly. You know how they judge star search? Like, yeah. I think it was one to five stars or something. Mm-hmm. I got like three stars. Yeah. Going in there cocky, thinking I. Yeah. You know what? Life will humble you. I got humbled. It fast. will humble you. It went from fast. rapper to Mary J. Blige to loser <laughs> like in six months. BH1 <laughs> uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> but I am happy that it happened for you early because yes. one thing I can't say <laughs> about you is, you know, I've met countless people here, indie artists, mainstream artists. And you are one person who is just super regular, super humble. Like never, you never have any like air of anything on you. Oh, it's just, you know, <laughs> so for that always one heart time, to heart. You punched me in the face, Dougie. For that is a lie. Oh yeah, I made that up. What? It was a terrible moment for you. But what was that defining moment in your life where you like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. This is my passion. This is why I'm here. Like, what moment was that? So I'm very, very competitive. I think I'm quietly competitive, but I'm super competitive. So when I lost. And I heard the girl that I lost to and saw her, and I was just like, okay. I, let me use this as a learning moment. Even at that young age, I knew that it wasn't like, oh, you suck, you shouldn't sing. It was like, no, you went into this unprepared and mm-hmm. thinking that you knew everything and got embarrassed. So what I did was I um, I asked my parents. I, there was like a program at the boys' club. I asked my parents, could I go up there? And this lady started helping me. And... um. Long story short, within that year to the next talent show, uh, I just practiced a lot. I danced a lot. I 
started trying to sing better. And I went back and I won the entire thing. Okay. Like I won my category and the whole thing. So Wow. Um the turning point was being embarrassed, to mm-hmm. be quite honest. I don't like being embarrassed and I don't like losing. So <laughs> I love that because a lot of times you ask somebody like, what was the moment that you knew? They were like, I was on a stage and the crowd was <laughs> And then my parents like <laughs> so you know how a lot of family members are like, oh, my baby's so awesome. She's great. My dad be like, oh, if you're going to get on stage, you got to do better than that shit. That. Like, I was like, God, you kind of Joe Jackson me a little bit. Yeah. So. Everybody needs a good Joe Jackson. You need life. it. You need Man, because just... life will whoop your ass yeah. later if you don't have it. I was going to say, the industry is not kind. Um, and I don't know anybody who's ever said it. Any other way, you know, it's a very tough industry to be in. So the fact that you were well prepared, thanks to your father, and <laughs> I'm, thanks, it's, it's like nothing that anyone can say to me now that hurts my feelings. Like it's like a, you know, rain off of a duck's back. I'm like, yeah. really? my daddy used to say, "Thick skin, BJ. Thick skin." Mm-hmm. Who is BJ? Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know your family does music, but mm-hmm. were there any artists that you really like identify with and? Was like in the mirror trying to sing their songs or um definitely Mary J Blige initially like she made it to me she made it cool to sing it was like that hip hop edge but right. she was still singing she were a rapper being, yeah so mm-hmm. it made sense right. that made a lot of sense to me so she was the first one that I really like gravitated towards and then it was Faith Evans because um after I won the talent show I started working with these producers in Indianapolis. And they had won like Grammys, and I was like, "Wow!" Like they were hooked into LaFace here in Atlanta. Oh, okay. And so I saw. <laughs> I tell the story a lot too. So I know artists, and I knew artists back then, and you know they were doing cool, and they were on TV, and it was cool. But I saw my producer friends, and they had like Benzes, and they're like mm-hmm. twenty three, and I'm like, they got big old houses, and they're traveling back and forth to New York and Atlanta all the time, and I'm like, how am I going to get into that? So. Uh, Faith Evans attracted me because she was a songwriter. I right. knew she had written for uh, Usher. She did a lot of that Mary J. Blige first right, album. So, right. yeah, that that was a big turning point. Those two were, like, I'd say my major influences early on. Sweet. I love that first Faith album, by the way. That mm-hmm. is one of my mm-hmm. all-time favorite albums. I, I've never heard Faith Evans' album in my life. Dougie, are you kidding me? You, now, you, you, have are to, about to, you should really listen to the first the one. First like, the rest one. of them are really good, but that first one is like... That first music. one, no, I'm telling you, that first it's, one can come out right now, yes. and it would... I'm telling you, it, it was for me, Rose as eyes. a singer, it was because I felt like Faith could really sing, and that's mm-hmm. no, no shade to any other R&B artists who were out at that time, but her voice to me was what I clung to more versus just raced them. Oh, and it was, she had it's, like it's everything. Four and five harmony notes and just yeah. lush stacks. Yeah. Again, I don't know enough about the 90s music like that, but I feel like right after that time, that's when oh, textures just became so big Dougie, in songs. I am losing respect for you by the <laughs> hey, minute. I know, right? You're my he, brother. He just, I love you, but we have to go back and have a, a true Faith Evans that one for sure. I'm listen to yeah, nothing else listen to that one. I'm telling you, like, um, but... I don't even know what the singles were. I just know that they're... there. I mean, it's just that one, the first one, You Used to Love Me, that I can think of that was a uh It was single. a single. But were there any... So... No, um... Was Soon As I Get Home a single? Yes, I think so. Okay. But that's... A, but yeah, that's... I know that You know one. that one? Soon As... I mean, I truly enjoyed the Bad Boy Tour because Diddy... <laughs> 
Did he like sing a little bit at the end of that record? At the <laughs> <laughs> really? So was it good? I mean, I was like living my best life. I was in a true like moment in time being there with all those bad boy artists. Like the show was just, it was everything was, to me and I more. was exhausted when I left because I was literally just, like, dancing and screaming. It's <laughs> like, ah, it was so great. So I, I really wasn't paying that much attention to him singing. I, it was a moment I should have like been into, but I was so hyped like, like about the whole show. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Literally. For three hours. <laughs> okay. But, so, Milo, what song on there uh, do you... So, that's too hard. It's really hard. But I'm going to say You Don't Understand. Okay. Just because of the um, harmonies in the end. Okay. But also, like... Ain't nobody oh. running, running mm-hmm. like you do. There's no reason that I'll ever... Yeah, Actually, I did like one of those little mashups on Instagram for that song, and she reposted it. I was like, okay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I sometimes wonder if artists like Faith like know their impact. I don't think she knows. I really Because don't. I don't. I think every artist that I look at like that, I don't really think they fully know their impact. Like I And I think about that because I used to feel the same way about Whitney mm-hmm. before she left. I'm a huge Whitney fan. But I felt like she, because you... Really, like, I think at the beginning of her career, I don't think our community really embraced her because of what the label was trying to do with her. And so I feel like... What do you mean what the label was trying to do with her? She was kind of pop-ish. She was like pop, yeah. Was she? They, they talked about that in that uh, documentary they put on Showtime. Yeah, I heard about that somewhere. It was really good. Okay. Um, but yeah, she that was one of her huge issues. Like Faith Evans poppy. No, Whitney. Whitney. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm she, so she lost. Yeah, you're lost. Come back to us, Dougie. Yes, I, I, I saw that in that documentary <laughs> when she was talking about. So her. yeah, I feel I like, like her poppy though better than I, she should stay pop. I just feel like she's Whitney and she can do whatever she wants to do or w- could have done whatever she wanted to do. But I also, when I was younger, I remember thinking when I learned she was struggling with drugs because I was a kid, I didn't know how to like navigate the thought. I mm-hmm. guess so. I would always think if only. All of her fans would get together and tell her how, you know, in my mind, <laughs> how amazing she is and how, you know, in my mind, that was enough to get her mm-hmm. off. But we all know that, you know, addiction is way beyond just flat. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not how you cure people from addiction? No, Dougie, it's not. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I do question whether or not those artists, especially from the 90s, who we, who all the artists who are out now, nine times out of ten, especially if you are a true singer and, like, you really study Singing like those people shaped us. They were like the the people we were jamming to, and still are. Mm-hmm. You know, up against a lot of what's out today. A lot of us are still opting to play Faith Evans and those early Brandy records, and mm-hmm. you know, Mary J. Blige. Even you know, so she's getting a star on the Walk of Fame. Yes, Who? Mary J. B. I'm still on Faith. <laughs> <laughs> what is the climate of music right now for you? Like, where are we? Where are we? You know. Out? I'm probably going to say something that a lot of singers don't say. I think it's good. Like, 2017 was really good for singers and songwriters, I, I believe. Um, and it's because we can do, we can put out music ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, the Her Project, oh Daniel my God. Caesar, oh my God. SZA, like, all these people who are doing, it may be a different way of doing R&B, but we know good and doggone well, like, mainstream labels would not have pushed those artists. Absolutely. Yeah. Sabrina, Absolutely. Claudio, there's oh. no, like... They would not have pushed those things. She's so. in my playlist right now, guys. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's good. I think it's it's looking up. I do think that if you're out there and you are still one of those people to say, oh, I, I want to get a deal, then you're 
pretty stupid exactly. and um, you're behind on times. <laughs> it's not going to happen for you unless you are, uh, I don't even know. And I don't even know if you want it to yeah, happen. I, you know what I mean? From a like, distribution standpoint, that's like the only value I yeah. see or money for like promotion. But other than that, for what? I think you have countless opportunities to mm-hmm. see how successful indie artists can be when they have a good team around mm-hmm. them, when they just listen and learn a little bit. You're in a day and age of like, Google and the internet and social media and all these opportunities to really learn things that you couldn't have learned as fast mm-hmm. in the 90s or back when labels were that thing. But um, I agree. I think it, it's a beautiful, beautiful era in music right now. So and especially 2017, which is like, oh, I just felt like album after album. Mm-hmm. I really loved them. I bought them, like the whole album, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> so I even bought the Her stuff after I already had right. it. Right, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I already had it, but you just go back to buy it. You've released over the years. Uh-huh. Um, this is different to you. This is something I've never really shared before until very recently with a few people. This is the first project where I've tried. I put things out uh, for fun. Uh, I like writing and creating, but I've never like just said and said, let me really plan this out and think of a concept and really flesh it out. I just put things out and some things work and I'm like, oh shit, like I don't have anything to follow up with mm-hmm. because... Um, you know, prior to these little sprinkles I've put out over the years, I was in girl groups. Mm-hmm. And so someone else always took care of the music and the planning. I didn't have to think about it. Oh. Um, then when I became a solo artist, I think I can remember when it was. It was like July 2009. Um, I put out like a, <laughs> I put out an EP that I recorded into my laptop, like just into that. <laughs> Okay. It wasn't panned. It sounds horrible. When I listen to it now, it sounds horrible. But that was like my first try. Like, okay. Kind of got the hang of this. Then I got pregnant. Um, IMC. Neither one of you have children, but when you do have them, you will realize that they take all of your brain power and all of your time. So I would put things out, but I didn't even have the time or the mind power to really care. It's like I'm just doing something so I stay creative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never put a lot of thought into it. When Honesty worked, which I recorded in my closet, like randomly, um, that's when I was like, okay, I need to try and really care. But it's it's so hard when you're a parent. And I'm like, you know, shout out to his dad, but I am a single mom. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's tough. And this is the first time that I've actually had a little time to like just really work. And it still took me a year to do it. So this project is different in that I actually care a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I have 100% creative control. Like, I didn't let any other... I didn't even let my manager hear it to the end. Um, wow. I had no other people help me write it. I wrote everything. I had one producer. He produced everything. Man. Um, I would give yeah. him, like, notes. Like, I'm not Are a musician. Are you going to tell us who he is? His name is KB. Okay. He lives in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, KB. I'm a fan. <laughs> so, yeah. Shout out to Keith Harris, K-Beats. Um... And I have one feature, Willie Hen. It's somebody I love. I styled myself. I did my own hair. I had like I knew what I wanted the colors to be and the props. And I hired a girl from uh, I think she was like from some sort of random like Slovenia. Found her on Instagram. Instagram is just clutch. It's, mm-hmm. She did the artwork. Like everything is my concept. So it's my baby. I care a lot. I really like it. I'm not one of those artists that be like, yeah, I, everything I do is popping. Like I'm like, it's cool. <laughs> But I actually genuinely like this music. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. 
about that part of it more than anything. I know I've been putting out songs over the years, but I feel like this is the real debut for me. Introduction to Myla. It's, it's who I am. I'm talking about myself as opposed to every song in the past has just been just some words that rhyme like or a story that a friend told me. It's never been personal. So this is very personal. And yeah, I like Why? That. Why did you decide to be personal? Um, Two reasons. I thought it was time. Um, I always get the people don't know who I am. Like, you know me, but you don't know who I am. So they're like, you're so mysterious. So I'm giving people <laughs> insight. But also, I felt like I had a lot to get off of my chest. Um, it's a lot of talk about love and breakups. And I feel like uh, <laughs> we are definitely in a climate where men don't really respect women. And women are always victims in their heads. It's like, man, I ain't shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, there, there are reasons for both of those things. Right. So let's explore those reasons. And I just wanted to kind of confront some of my own feelings, and that's why it's called the purge. I was about to say, is that why it's called the purge? Purge these negative yes. feelings because I want something new in life, in love. I want other people to be able to stop leaning on bull and playing the victim and everything is someone else's fault. They hurt me. They did this. But it's like, what are you accepting and what are you inviting into your life? Absolutely. I got way too many friends that complain about shit, and I just be like, girl. Get your life. <laughs> I mean, it can't. It, it can't be everybody else all the time. I'm telling you, be you. I know it's people hard, like that too. No, I know it's, it's like not cute. Too. And then also, I'm coming out of like two of the hardest years of my entire Same. life. So it's like, I wanna, I wanna start fresh. And it's, you gotta do more than just say it. Mm-hmm. So this is purging, getting rid of the old crap, so you can. She's dropped here and there, but not only does the project sound different, but I also feel like. Your artistry is different with this project. Mm. I think I've seen you like, I've been so proud of you in 2017, oh. <laughs> just sitting back like, okay, Myla, kill the game. Every time I look up, I got a show here. I'm here. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm featured very here. And it, very busy. And it just, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's like to to be a mom and um, a single mom, but again, shout out to his dad, but to have that responsibility you know, for the mo- for most of the time mm-hmm. and to still be able to make your passion and make your art, make your craft work is a lesson that you can teach all in itself because mm-hmm. you did that. It appeared you did that effortlessly. It wasn't effortlessly. I, know, I did it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was for that reason that you said, like, I wanted it to just be a great example. There's a lot of moms. I oh, It makes me sad when I hear moms who say things like, oh, I used to do this. Right. Or I wanted to do this, but I gave it all up for my kids. And I guess that's noble, but I feel like you're kind of doing your kid a disservice as well. You're teaching them that you can give up. Like, things get a little tough. It gets a little hairy. Like, oh, well, let me just... You know, I want my son to know that you push through. Absolutely. Like, he knows, like, <laughs> before I came here, I was I had called you, told you I was going to be late. I was so tired. But he's like, oh, you're about to go do something, right? He's like, okay, well, have fun. <laughs> or when I have shows, he can see that I've been, like, doing laundry and I look so hot in my, like, scarf and my sweatsuit. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you have to go put on your makeup for your show. Have Aww. a good show. So he gets it that yeah. juggling is a part of life, that if you want to achieve something— and it's going to take a little work, mm-hmm. even when it's uncomfortable. Well, that is a lesson that any of us can take to <laughs> the is. bank. You know, we all have, maybe not children, but we all have things that we can use mm-hmm. as reasons why we can't pursue the things that we're here to do. But yeah. Myla is here to show us that it is it's way possible. Okay, <laughs> on The Purge, do you have any one song in particular that is either 
like your jam right now? Or do you have one that is just like super like special to you? So my favorite song is actually one that was an accident. It was supposed to be an interlude. Um, and it's the one that Willie is on. Okay. Um, I just love it. Uh, it's called Vibrate. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of like an outcast flip. So I love outcast. I love Willie. I love the vibe. It's very, it's just good. Say I love you. Why wouldn't I do it? You said you catch me when I fall, so I jump for you. I all the way. You stayed in the middle. I was so dumb, I had no clue that it'd be so simple. The one that's really special to me, we did a Faith Evans flip because I had to play okay. pay homage to yes, my girl. I think I heard that one. Mm-hmm. Faith Evans, we love you. Obviously, <laughs> we love you. Love. We're gonna call this podcast the Cosine Podcast, featuring Myla and Faith Evans. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, Hashtag <I'm>, Faith Evans. <laughs> I'm all for thing. Mm-hmm. What, in your opinion, was the hardest part? Was it the emoting part? Was it the opening yourself up to actually sharing emotions because I think if I, I know actually you and I have had conversations about this on Facebook yes. at random times <laughs> at random times just Myla and I both are women or people who have a hard time just emoting like I can yes. be walking around like a stone like everything is great I you have no clue but inside <laughs> is like war world war <laughs> Three happening. Yeah, I have to fall apart. We decide. Pull it in, Doug. But it's Wednesday. You know, and it's like, even if someone genuinely cares and they, they come and they're like, are you okay? You know, it's easier for me to just be like, yeah, I'm good. Because I'm going to uh, sort through it yes. within myself than to be like, no, I'm falling apart. You know? That's so You know what? That's also traits of um, like genius. I don't know. And also I, psychopaths. I was going to say, uh, I think you know, that it I, does more harm as yeah. you get older. I think when you're a kid, you develop these reasons why you can't. And I don't know why, because I had a great childhood. I'm not <laughs> saying I had any issues or anything like that. But I am the middle child. And I think that somewhere in just trying to be... Um, I'm a middle child, too. That's... Oh. We're a lot of like. We are a lot. We are truly a lot of like. So I think that maybe that has something to do with that independence. It's kind of like when people are out of the way, taking care of the oldest and taking care of the baby, and it's kind of like you're just floating around, and you have to figure it out. Uh And so I think it's cool while you're a child, but as you get older, especially if you want healthy relationships, you have to learn to share. You have to learn to open up. Daily, daily struggle. Yeah. So was that the hardest part for you with the Definitely. Okay. Um, I would start to write a song or like flesh out. Because what I do, I get ideas like at random times and I'll just put the idea in my phone. And then, so when I felt like writing the song, I'd sit down, I start fleshing things out and they get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> think about this or like, um, and also the, the, <laughs> the project did start out as being about one specific thing. Okay. But then it kind of just spanned over like the last, I say, three relationships or whatever. So then I'd be like, oh, am I going to offend this person by oh. saying this? Not that I'm afraid, just because I'm very private and I'm just like, how are they going to feel? Who are they going to think I'm talking about? Yeah. Everything is not about Brian, I promise you. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I, I'm very private mm-hmm. and I don't like to appear weak. I don't like to appear like anyone ever affects me because yep. I'm just like I don't want to be a puppet I always say that so being <laughs> vulnerable and transparent and it's going to be here forever because I sang it and I recorded it and I was like, I was like vulnerables attract that 
everybody yeah. was introduced to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is what is uncomfortable. So let's just start out putting it out there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be vulnerable right now, but I am. It's so the, it's very, it was very befitting. Do you think this is the role you're going to have going forward? Like, are you? Nah. This is a one and done because to be honest, like right now where I am emotionally is not where, where I you am. Where you were when you were like, I, I mean, I think it's because I have let go of some old crap. Okay. But also, you know, a, a good person does make life better as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's give a shout out to that good person. <laughs> we're all like, actually one of your friends. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like skating like, around the yeah, comment. Shout out to Deshaun. Aw, hey, Daddy. <laughs> do you guys uh, like do you guys like Sprite together sometimes? Do you, or you guys oh, like do they like Sprite together sometimes? <laughs> what did you yes. say? Do they like Sprite? No, you guys write together. Like, or do you guys kind of like leave that separate? So far, it's been separate. Um, I, I, he had mentioned it before, like when we were just friends. But even being friends, I was kind of like, I don't know, because uh, I've done that in the past, and I've seen people do it all the time, and it gets a little weird if things don't go as planned. But he's an amazing uh, producer and writer, so I mean, I'm definitely going to. Yeah. He's good. He's dope. What do, you, what do you like most about him? So cute. What do I like most about him? He's very expressive. I think that's rare in men. He's a great communicator. Really? Yes. I love that, too. I love when I meet a guy who can communicate better mm-hmm. than me, because I'm what? not a good He's, communicator. Yeah. So we're supposed to talk to y'all? Yeah. Absolutely. Something's going on. doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. talk about it. I think that <laughs> that is one of the most... Well, I'm learning now that that's one of the most attractive things mm-hmm. to me in a man, because... I just, I never even knew I, I, I was missing it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. until I met someone who communicates way better than I communicate when I'm upset, when I'm, uh-huh. you know, he's like, well, let's talk about it. Like, what's going on? I'm like, what? We have to talk. We got to what? <laughs> oh, this does make life better. <laughs> who knew? Oh, okay. <laughs> Instead of us holding things in and then yeah. glaring at each other for four months. <laughs> How are you? Fine. <laughs> Well, Myla, I am so, so happy to have gotten an opportunity to chat with you about your music. Um, like I said, I've co-signed you a billion times already, <laughs> but this is the official co-sign. Yeah, I totally appreciate the it. The official one. And um, I just love this opportunity to talk with you because you are a rarity in the interviews that I'm going to be able to do because you represent so much more than just an artist. Your mom, you know, you are a writer, you are super creative in visuals, and like you practically are driving the train, or how do you say it, running, conducting? Uh, do you conduct a train? I do. I do. My manager. Okay. <laughs> he stopped giving me a hard time about it. He's just like, yeah, call me you when know? you need me. So it's like, it's, it's <laughs> awesome because artists can listen to this interview and be inspired in so many different ways. Like you fill so many spots for people so many questions are answered with your example not just you know have a good voice get writers you know there's so much more to being an artist that people actually look out for so you know this day and age I think is really important because like it's great to have a team I wish I had a a more thorough team but most of my team is like in Philly and DC but it came out of necessity really and I Mm -hmm. think that you know it's it's very important, especially for women, I think, to not have to just wait for someone to do everything else. That's why I learned how to record myself and started learning how to mix. Agreed. Like, we just sit around like, oh, 
Can someone please help me? <laughs> we have Google. You have a smart. You have a computer in your hand. No women. Your always wait on a man. <laughs> oh Most will still do that. Exactly. But, Listen you know, to me. I am your friend. For the seven who are listening, <laughs> hear me. <laughs> Use that smartphone for something more than posting Instagram okay. pictures. Okay, with your hand in the picture and right. your lips too to that. <laughs> Praise God. That's my usual Unless clothes. you're selling flat tummy teeth, then, you know. You know what? <laughs> okay. 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 Before we go, my love. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Next project. We will say this about the next project. Are there any artists, either in Atlanta or anywhere in the world, that you would love to be able to collaborate with since you only have one collaboration on The Purge, which is Willie Hand, baby? What up? Okay. Hello, Lillian. <laughs> Anybody else who you have your eye on, who, who you have thought about, like, oh, this would be a perfect person for me to collaborate with, um, or even producers, even even producers. It doesn't have to be a writer. I think writing wise, definitely, I would love to collaborate with Ty Dolla Sign. Okay. Like him. Um, Isn't it uh, cool? Yes. Oh yes. my god. He's like a he's like a whole like. Moment within himself, he is. You know, when you think it's about like, artistry, he's like over here in the corner. Yeah, he's he, musical, he really but he is. can make it very commercial, so oh it works. Mm-hmm. It so, he's so cool. And I like Eric Bellinger a lot. So love. those two, I would love to work with. Love um, producing wise, you know what? To be very honest, I want to keep it in my circle. Okay. I feel like I want my friends to win, and okay. I know way too many talented okay. people. Yeah, so cheers like, to that. There's no reason for me I to totally venture agree with outside that. of my circle. Um, and I feel that way kind of like with dancers, with uh, graphic artists, people who mix. Like, I just, like the girl who does my videos, it's funny because a lot of people think I have like this budget. Mm-hmm. She's just a girl. Yeah. She just had a baby. Like, I just know creative people, so I don't need to, you know, look outside of my peer circle. I totally get that. That's the whole reason for the cosign. Yeah, Because I looked around and I'm like, why are these people so dope around me? I don't understand. <laughs> I always say if like Beyonce's team hit me up and be like, hey, I need singers, dancers, you know, and I'm not, I'm using Beyonce because she's the one, mm-hmm. the person that everybody like looks at. But if she hit me up right now and needed like a show put on, I could do it with people in my phone right mm-hmm. now. Yep. Yeah. I truly could do it. Like I could give her a flawless show from the way she looks to her arrangements, to her mm-hmm. songs, to her singers, to her band, you know, to the people recording everything. Like I have all of that in my phone right <laughs> and now. Oddly enough, I was on my way here. Okay. Beyonce called. Did she? She said, I really need Kiki for the show. <laughs> Did, you tell her? Did you tell her I was I available? Said, I said you weren't interested. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Talk about taking food out of somebody's mouth. <laughs> I'm a hater. But no, I totally get that. And I can appreciate that, you know, in your vision, you see just keeping it. I think it was um, Issa Rae who said... Sometimes oh, we yeah. try to network up, yep. should, but we should do it horizontally. Yeah. You know, and I, I have a, a, a saying that I keep in my head all the time. People say hustle. I say align. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very easy to get things done when you connect with people who you've known and who are very good at what they do. They mm-hmm. just um, sometimes are just on the journey. Or sometimes you know? just haven't been, given, haven't been given that one opportunity. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like people who are working and are... At that same level as the people we love, mm-hmm. and they're like they just have they just weren't given that exactly that that opportunity to be just great. one look. But let me ask you this, Myla: mm-hmm. favorite episode of Saved by the Bell? I'm so excited! <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
That's actually the only one I really remember. Really? <laughs> All right, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to give you one more opportunity. Okay. Favorite episode of Family Matters. I know you remember that one. Favorite? Uh, I mean, all the ones where Steve and Stefan flip were funny. A lot of people oh, love Steve and Stefan so much. It was just funny. All, I just like Stefan, honestly. <laughs> if, I'm, if I want to be honest. That's why I like You know why I hate I like Laura. to see him. Because I'm like, you know that Stefan right. with contacts. Like. <laughs> but I did, I saw a clip the other day that made me crack up. I had forgotten about it. When uh, Tracy Spencer was on there. And Eddie was singing to her in her hotel room. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that, but it was hilarious. I love that the internet's bringing all this stuff back to us, guys. I really do. The Urkel dance every time. See, I don't remember that episode, though. I remember the dance. Urkel drunk, man. Okay, I'm going to have to look at it. It was scary. You don't want Urkel drunk. You don't want Urkel hurt. You don't want Urkel hurt. The stuff is on the roof. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Look it up. Awesome. Thanks, Dougie. But what are you watching now? You're welcome. So I don't watch a lot of TV, but I really? I think that I, I just want to say something really okay, quickly, and I'll let you finish. Okay. I honestly think that Miley and I may be like spirit animals. Yeah, because we, we have so are much so in much common. alike. It is so weird. It freaks me out. Honestly, like people talk about shows, and I'm like, what? right? I'm like, huh? Really? Oh I do God. not understand. <laughs> uh, what am I watching? There's nothing that I'm chopped. actively I like, watching. Chopped? But the last thing <laughs> I was watching was. I mean, I've been watching the season seven of Walking Dead for like two years. Yeah, you know what? Every time we talk, you're always like, you should check out the Walking Dead. I watched like 15 minutes of it and I was like, yeah. You're like, this yeah. is the greatest I just show went ahead and cut my cable off. Like, literally, yeah, the only reason either. I got cable was because my mom was visiting and, you know, she would be here all day and I felt bad. Like, what would she be doing if uh-huh. I'm at work? You make your mama do what she made you do read a book. Um, you know what my mom did used to make us read books. She was like, You she bored? A, she you a bored? B O R E D? That word does not exist in my vocabulary. Mm. Black mama's making the kids read so they can get a break. There is no such thing as bored. Or we have to have Bible study, y'all. It was next level craziness. But y'all know what I watch? It's not it's not a show show, but it is. The home cartoon, like the series. You know the movie Home that Rihanna was in? Oh the, yeah. They have a series that I didn't know oh, they had it a, is, yeah. Hilarious. Like, it's totally not for kids. I'd be in there dying laughing. <laughs> really? Are any cartoons for kids these days? Though? Not really. They and Idris is looking at me like, it's not that funny. Like, <laughs> completely funny. They have a different expectation of funny than we did when we were kids. We had, like, we were looking at just anything and it was funny. These kids these days, they've been, like, exposed to so much now. It's kind of like they're looking at us like, that's not cool. You know? Well, Milo, I, again, appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. Thank you for podcast. having me. Hey, everybody. Thank y'all so much for joining this episode of the podcast. I thoroughly enjoy having Myla with us. Dougie, did you? I also enjoyed Myla. I love you. You are amazing, Myla's everything. She is everything. Yeah. She really is. So chill. She was once my workout partner, so thank you, Myla. I think she was all of our workout partners. <laughs> she was. She was so killing us, too. There. Uh, killing us. Yeah. No, but thank you, Myla, for coming by. I truly appreciate it. Y'all make sure y'all get into Myla at Myla Music on all social media outlets. Um... Myla is just one example of the incredible artistry that we're trying to bring to you. So if you love it, if you love the cosign, if you love me, if you love Dougie, make sure y'all give us five but ratings if on you iTunes. Hate us. Make sure y'all give us five ratings on iTunes. We'll need them five stars no matter what, <laughs> how you feel, if and how you feel. I keep saying five ratings, I mean five star ratings. 
you're going crazy. Yeah, I know what I mean. They do not. Anyways, y'all check us out on iTunes, wherever you're listening. Make sure you give us a good rating. And do me a favor. If you love Myla, if you happen to check out The Purge, make sure y'all hit her up. Make sure y'all hit the, the comments section up in the ratings. And just let us know what song from The Purge y'all are jamming. And also... Faith Evans a shout out. Hashtag Faith Evans. Hashtag Faith Evans. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us. Bye. <laughs> Doing your thing or you deserve a cosign.